I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Welcome to episode 145 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, guys, before I kick off the episode, please head over to Strap Season Pod or Strap Season Podcast. That's our Twitter and Instagram pages. Link in the bio on both those pages there, which will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. So if you like your audio, your Spotify links, Apple Podcast links are there. And if you like your visuals, YouTube link is also there. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a good review. All of that good stuff. So it's another week. Hope you're good first and foremost. Yeah, I'm good, bro. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm good, thanks. Um yeah. a few things to sort of get through on the agenda today. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, a few talk talking points. But I feel like before we because mainly previews that we're doing this week, but before we get into the previews flows, I think it will be Remiss not to mention a certain boxer that was in action on the weekend that just went. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we like mentioning her on this pod, even if it's not a fight that's big or whatever. We've always got a shout out to Clarissa Shields, the quote. Yeah. <laughs> she was in action over the weekend. She was defending her undisputed middle female middleweight titles against mm-hmm. uh, Maricela Cornejo. Um, Cornejo. Cornejo, yeah. Uh, this was back in this was this was in Detroit as well. She was fighting in Detroit, which is kind of a well, I guess she's from Flint, but yeah, uh-huh. Detroit is the yeah, the main part of that that area. But um yeah, man, it was typical shout out win. She won every single round, battered her opponent, was probably a bit pissed off that she couldn't get her out of there. Uh-huh. I think she wanted to get her out of there, obviously in front of the in front of the you know the raucous Detroit crowd. But to be fair with Clarissa, as we know. She's not really a power puncher. She doesn't really get her opponents out of there, to be fair. But one thing she will oh. do, flows is I'll box you from the first bell to the last bell. And that's exactly what she did yeah. with this chick. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Carissa. <laughs> we yeah. like Carissa, so, yeah. Carissa doing Carissa's things. The growth. Yeah, the growth for real. And um, she's still on... You know what type of energy she's on all the time. Always always, always on votes on votes. Um. Yeah, she's still going at everyone who comes at her sideways in her, her in her eyes, anyways, which is which is very funny to see. And flows. I think you've mentioned it before as well. How the Savannah Marshall beef hasn't died. It's not dying anytime soon. They they're still going at each other, even though Clarissa took that by UD. We're probably going to see them run it back at one point. At some point, I, I think. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. I, I see. They still getting back and forth every now and then. Um, <laughs> Savannah Marshall called her out, um, saying that she needs me because mm. questions Clarissa's drawing power. Mm. Um, I don't think it was a sold out stadium in Detroit. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that might be down to her lack of KO power. To be honest, I think Clarissa, it is. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'd like to see them run it back. If you notice well, flows when someone's a boxer who is a supreme boxer and really schools their opponents but doesn't really stop their opponents, that durability is a bit funky sometimes. Um, but yeah, they'll definitely run it back, I'm sure. 
and um it'll be it'll do it'll do, it'll do good numbers again. Um but yeah, let's um let's segue over to the upcoming previews flows because there's one specific one that I think we're gonna delve into proper and a couple ones that we gotta mention as well. Um do you wanna tackle the big fish first or should we just briefly mention the the other little fights that are going on before we get to the big fish? Let's go straight to the big one. Okay, yeah. okay. Um Josh Taylor, Tiafimo Lopez. Um yeah, man, it's here. Uh, it's snuck around, don't you think, Flores? I, I feel like it's snuck, around, it's snuck around and it's here now. And despite it being yeah. a big fight, I feel like, Flores, do you feel that people are talking about it? Um, I feel like it's, it's got certain tongues wagging because it's an intriguing fight. But it's what we said before. Taylor, Taylor's not a huge, huge name. I think mm. within boxing crowds, he's known. But... Mm. In terms of the casual audience, I don't think this is a big fight to them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Flores, this fight is interesting to me, yeah? Shall I tell you why? Because of the fact that we've got two guys here that were at the top of the world. Uh, Josh Taylor had unified the 140 division in amazing fashion and was was on the pound-per-pound list and whatnot and considered one of the best boxers in the world, etc., Tiafimo, defron Lomachenko, which is a feat in itself, and was also at the top of the top of the pile at that one thirty five division. And then you, you, so two guys who have reached the pinnacle, amazingly, and we've kind of seen them have a fall from grace. Uh, Tiafimo lost lost George Cambosis, and since that loss flows, he's not looked the same. We know that he's not looked the same. He's looked a mess. I'll be so real. And then Josh Taylor had that contentious win against Jack Catterall, which, again, was a robbery. That was robbery, listeners. That, you know, there's other stuff we've been saying robbery. That that was a serious robbery. And a lot of question marks. Obviously, he had to, you know, relinquish three of the belts that he had. So he's only got one left now. Um, so, yeah, man, this is... It's, it's, it's two guys who are trying to get that, that lick back, Flores, trying to get that bounce back. That's why I thought that this is a big, crucial fight and very interesting at the same time because how how, how, how are we going to look? Yeah, um, it's it's an interesting one. Um, you had Tiafimo saying to the camera, do I still got it? <laughs> After a stinker against Sandro Martin. Yeah. Uh, I guess with both of them not looking so good last time, it, it makes for an interesting fight because, like you say, both top of the world. Now we're questioning whether these two are really elite at this point. <laughs> it's a fact. We we have to question it. Yeah. Because, yeah, we both said Catwood, no way in hell is he beating Josh Taylor and killed Taylor. And it was um, robbery of the year. Robbery of the year, for real. So, yeah, it's it's even hard to drop a prediction when these two are off the back of stink, stinking performances. What is it that you say flows all the time? You know, you, you, you're judging fighters off the last performance. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it. Yeah, that's deep because TFEMO, wow, that stand-up Martin performance was, was peak. So back-to-back stinkers. Because that stand-up Martin was the first fight since Cambosis lost, no? Mm-hmm. And then, to be fair, we haven't seen Taylor in action. 
He had that yeah. sting against Carroll and got given that this decision. And obviously, they were meant to have the rematch. I still feel so harsh with Jack Carroll, by the way, because I swear Buddy's fighting for no belts now. His next fight isn't for any belts, which is mad. They've they fragmented all the belts in that, in that division, and he's not even getting a piece of the pie, which is which is so nasty. But um, yeah, Carol he was meant- fought last week. I think was it last week? Yeah, it was on the other card for whatever card. Yeah, I, I know he had a, like a dud opponent lined up, like a, just a like a, a food opponent. Um, yeah, he spoke to him. I, I watched yeah, it. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, it was a nothing fight win. Really but the point is, folks, he should be world champion or he should at least be fighting for a piece of the pie. And he's been shafted so badly because obviously Josh Taylor and Catwell, they had the rematch lined up, but then Josh Taylor got injured. Um and due to the inactivity, due to the injury, he had to relinquish basically all the belts anyways. And he's it was able to hold on to one of them, but yeah, Cat Rawls now out of the picture. He's out, he's out of the world title picture, which is which is crazy to me. Um, but yeah, this is Josh Taylor's first fight in ages. So it'll be interested to see what he looks like. Obviously, there's gonna be a lot of ring rust. Uh Tiafimo's been a bit more active, but again, they look good. So this one's up in the air, Flores. That being said, yeah. a prediction has to be made. And I'll be so real with you, Flores. I'm liking Josh Taylor on this one. Off what Tiafimo has shown me those last two, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like for me, I feel like Josh Taylor should be motivated. I think think they should both be motivated. Mm. But Josh Taylor is a very proud, you know, he's very, he's he's got to be of an ego. As he he deserves, he rates himself. And I feel like he wants to shut up all the people who are saying, oh, yeah, you got gifted the decision against Jack Catterall. You're not that good, blah, blah. I feel like he's going to come in there with a huge chip on his shoulder and a point to prove. And he'll be serious. Uh, I feel like Carroll, we took lightly. I don't think we'll take this one lightly because a lot of people are talking smack on his name. And Tia Fimo, boy, I mean, Cambosis didn't take seriously, got dropped, lost his belts, moved up. I don't know if he took Sandor Martin seriously, but he looked horrible. I, I would assume he will get up for this fight in terms of he'd be motivated for this one. And as we saw, Tiafimo, when he's motivated, he's brilliant. But if I'm looking from a boxing point of view, flows to me, Josh Taylor was always, even though they were in different weight classes, one was at 135, 140. If I'm saying who is the better boxer, you know, I like as a boxer better, it would have been Josh Taylor if we were both at the peak of the powers. I think he's just got more, he's got more to his game. He's got more in his locker, I believe. From, from a boxing standpoint. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I sort of favor him on this one, uh, which, if that goes how I expect it to go, flows, that leaves Tiafimo Lopez in a very, very precarious situation. Very, very precarious situation because he's lost to Cambosis. He arguably lost to Sandor Martin and losing to Josh Taylor. Boy, you're, you're really questioning, is this guy, what... Is his, is his head in it? Does he want it enough? What what what, what next for him? Yeah, there's there's a few factors in this as well, which I've got to look at. So outside of the wing grass, outside of the stinker performances that we've seen, Josh Taylor was looking to move up to 147 because yeah. he was struggling to make 140. Mm. So we've got to look at that as well because his whole plan was to move up after yeah. beating Carroll. Yeah. And he stayed because 
of the rematch, and now he's not having the rematch. So you're looking at that, and once again, you have to remember Tiafema's moving up. Josh Taylor's a big 140 pounder. He's, he is. He's tall. Yeah. He's, he's the same size as he, he could be a welterweight. He could be a welterweight, like, yeah. 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 Like he, he won't look out of place of welterweight. So you have to consider that whether he can make weight and make weight goods. And you've got to look at the size difference. Whether if he makes it good, then he's he's much he'll be much bigger than Tiafimo, I imagine. Yeah. Um and then Tiafimo's mentally is all over the shop as well. Right. <laughs> what he's been saying. Yeah. Like his his wife's divorcing him, he's been talking about that and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he he's been, he seems a mess. Um if we're talking predictions, I'm the same as you. I think on paper just Taylor beats him. Yeah. Like on paper, just stay beats him. It's just how these other external factors. The how, weight and, yeah, and, all, and the ring rust, because yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Since. So, but yeah, I think just Taylor's a dog. Ignoring the performance, just try putting that aside for the time being. He was the king of the division. Yeah. Um he, he was the one who was saying the best. Um but for me. He can't reclaim that throne until he writes those wrongs. He has to As see Carol yeah. at some point. <laughs> he has to see him again. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, yeah, yeah. yeah it makes sense. No matter what, no matter what he does, he needs to see Carol again. So, <laughs> like, it's even peak because he should be firmly fixed about power for powerless. But right now, I'm looking at it and I'm questioning his mm. <laughs> his legitimacy there. Yeah, he got the decision. He he won on paper, but. He, 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 did he, didn't win. he didn't win. To me, he didn't win. I think a lot of people yeah. didn't win. It was an egregious decision. Um, Carroll was just was just better on the night, just better than him on the night. And again, yeah, hats off to Jack Carroll. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Josh Taylor's going to come in there for those with a real point to prove. Um, if, if, like I said, if everything goes well in terms of the weight cut and whatnot, he's going to want to make a statement even because. TFEMA is highly regarded in America, as we know. And this kind of puts him back on the map, if not, I mean, flows as, you know, beating a TFEMA Lopez, who does have a bit of, uh, even though his value's kind of fallen a little bit, he's still TFEMA, right? So the guy, and, you know, TFEMA's a talker, he will sell the fight, etc. That's going to put him back in. It's interesting because I don't actually know how long he wants to stick around for at 140. Because I feel like he's almost doing this for pride now, flows because of the fact that he kind of went out sad. Even though he won against Catwell, he really could have just cut. <laughs> but, but it's pride now, I feel like. Pride's on the line for him, and he's a very, very proud Scotsman. So, yeah, I, I feel like it, it, he's going to come in there with a point to prove. And I hope Tiafimo's ready. Yeah. Because, folks, if we get a focused Tiafimo, this is a cracker of a fight. This is an absolute yeah. cracker of a fight because Tiafimo's cold when he wants to be. <laughs> it's just that recently, his head's all over the gaff. So, yeah, this is an absolute. If look, if both of these men are focused, we're going to be in for a spectacle, a treat. But yeah, yeah I, I do favor Josh Taylor, despite the ring rust and despite the weight. Well, we'll see how he looks on the scales. But um, yeah, I, I feel like he he has the beating of Tiafimo here, and we're going to have to have some serious conversations. Flows if Josh Taylor does win next week when we when we break it all down, we have to be serious in terms of where does that leave Tiafimo Lopez? Because yeah. He's here to compete, and this this is his chance to grab a title again. So, another massive win if he upsets the odds again. I don't know who's favorite. I'm assuming Josh Taylor will be favorite. I'm mean, gonna yeah. actually check the odds, but yeah, um, it's in New York though. 
it's in Brooklyn. So I think it's, is it, no, is it, might, might be in Madison Square Gardens. I'm not so sure, but yeah, it is in New York. So yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, we're going to have to have the conversations for the loser. <laughs> yeah. uh, in, in another lifetime, this could have been a loser retires match for us, but hey, no, we're, we're not there yet. We're not there yet for these two. They still got bits. <laughs> yeah. They, they have options in time. Yeah. Um, just actually for, for the winner, Whoever wins, is it unifications we want to see? The usual. See progress is there. Um, you know, uh there's some other guys who've come into the division now. We know oh. that are looking for action. Um yeah, actually I know progress got one of the belts. Um he's fighting you know, soon. Pro- Sorry? Progress fighting soon, isn't he? Yeah, he's fighting, so he's making his debut on um on the match room. Oh. Um, against oh, yeah. Zorilla or something, I think just to keep busy upon yeah. it. I'm just looking. Yeah, it's so fractured now. Like obviously, Roly's got the WBA. <laughs> Regis has got the WBC. Um, some guy called Matthias Subrio Matthias has got the IBF. I don't really know. Oh, this guy's wow. He's he's powerful. <laughs> I haven't seen this guy fight, but he's got 20 wins, 19 KOs. So. He's a powerhouse, but um, yeah, he he's got one of the belts, and obviously Josh Taylor's got the WBO, so it's fully fractured now. Ever since Josh snapped all them belts, which is such Ooh. a shame, obviously. But um, yeah, I guess yeah for the winner, I don't know if I want to see Josh Taylor unify. Obviously, it'll be great again, but he's done it already. And he's undisputed already. I feel like for me, yeah, Josh Taylor run it back on Carroll because he deserves that rematch, and then move up whether you win or lose. I think. Uh. If Tiafimo wins, go for the other belts. Let's see if you can do undisputed right the right the right way this time in this way. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's that's what I want to see for the winners. I agree. I'm not sure on Josh Taylor. I just think he needs to ride that cattle road. It's a shame that because also I, I don't really want him to move up to be honest. But if he can't make the weight anymore, mm. then fair enough, move up. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not interested in Josh Taylor versus a Terence Crawford or Errol Spence. It's mad because that, that's not... who was remember that's who he was calling. That. He was calling that Crawford. Yeah. He was saying because yeah. obviously he had the WO, he had Tottenham obviously back when this was back when Crawford mm. was on top rank. So yeah. he had his eyes firm when during the whole Carroll build, he was he had his eyes firmly fixed on yeah. Terence Crawford since he'll move up and challenge him, etc. And yeah, that that ship is all over there now. Yeah, it's not yeah. <laughs> you better focus on the now. <laughs> Yeah, um, two time on the spews is 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 a good label to have, but it's nice. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think beat Tiafimo, face Carol, yeah, right that wrong if you can, mm. and then you can move up, and by that time we would have some clarity on the. We have one name, <laughs> one face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it'll, that that division can kind of get moving again once yes. once. That fight happens, so finally, I don't mind. Bro. Finally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. For you, if Tiafimo wins, you you want to see him obviously up against what the the Rollies and <laughs> the Pro Yeah, I'm, Devin Haney I, looking to move up there. Yeah, Haney, yep, yep. Um, big names, ta- tanks. Ryan Garcia is there as well. Yeah, these Garcia. were the names, these are the names we threw him in with uh, when he was at one thirty five, right? So mm. yeah. 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 So th- those are still options. Win or lose yeah. for TFU, yeah. actually. 
Haney and Tiffany have got to see each other still. There's you know, there was oh, yeah. stuff brewing there. There's a lot of bad blood brewing there back in the day. Obviously, <laughs> you know, we, we saw the whole Bill Haney, Tiafimo senior. Yeah, I can't. We need that. That one, that was needed still. The streets need that one. I can't lie. Those clashes were so funny. Haney was pulling up on everyone. Yeah, Haney's a G. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I like the sound of that. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, it's a very intriguing fight. A lot of repercussions for the winner and the loser. So uh, we look forward to bringing you the breakdown of that one next week for us uh, and listeners. Um, cool. There's other fights, other little fights to worth that's worth mentioning that's going down next week for us. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Sonny Edwards. As he, I believe this, this would this be his matchroom debut? Yes, yeah. yeah. It's part of the new signed. Yeah, yeah. There's they signed a bunch of guys in like a one go, <clears throat> and Sonny Sonny was one of them. Um, he's defending his IBF World Flyweight title against an undisputed Chilean called Andres Campos. Um, yeah, this is just yeah, I guess debut on Matchroom. Um, he's going to look to put um, on a performance. He's a good fighter, Sonny. Obviously, he's not. Mm. A draw. <laughs> He's never going to be a draw. Um, those divisions, it's hard to be a draw, especially when you don't have power either. And Sonny is a he's a masterful boxer. He's not he's not powerful, but that boy can box his ass off. Um, and he's funny actually. I do like his Twitter and whatnot. And when he's on commentary as well, he's good. Like he's 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 a good character to have in boxing. Um, but yeah, I'm sure he's he I know he he's quite keen on unifying that division. And going after the other champions. So I'm sure he's gonna be Queen's point on the show for his matchroom debut and then call out some of the other names in the division. Um yeah. I'm assuming you're you I know you're a fan of Sonny as well, Raffles. Yeah. 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 Kick and box. Um you can't ever take that away from him. Mm. Brilliant in terms of back foot boxing, boxing on the outside. Yeah. Um yeah, he's 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 very good at that. He's um Power isn't well. His power isn't there really in those divisions. Yeah, I guess Bam yeah. Rodriguez can, can bang. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he can debut on the zone, get your win, and then hopefully we can start seeing unifications. Mm. I think yeah, like you say, great talker, great personality in yeah. the sport, active. Um. So yeah, there's, shout out to Sunny. Yeah, and on that card as well, there's two other title fights as well, uh, women's title fights. You've got um, Nina Hughes versus Katie Healy for the WBA World Bantamweight title in the women's divisions. Um, and also Ellie Scottney as well is fighting for the IB, uh, is fighting for uh, IBF World Super Bantamweight title up against um, Shanika Johnson. So yeah, those women's fights will be worth watching. We know what women's title fights are like. They're barnstormers. So and um Ellie Scottney, someone we've mentioned quite a few times on this on this pod flows. Um she was going to be on the undercard for um uh was she meant to be on the undercard for the uh um, Taylor Taylor Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, and obviously there was the bad blood there. But um, yeah, she's got a title fight here and um looking to her to to get that one. Um another fight that's worth mentioning flows as well, just briefly as well. Your guy. Big D, David Adelaide, is in action. Uh, <laughs> um, he's up against um, a guy called Amatovic. Uh, I think this guy is from, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's Serbian. Emir Amatovic, 
uh, one loss on his record. Um, yeah, they're just keeping their Adelaide busy, I guess, and keeping them ticking over, moving them through the ranks. Um, yeah, it's a shame that that Wardley, that, you know, that that Wardley back and forth never really had came to fruition. But I'm sure they'll get it on. I'm sure they'll get it on eventually down the line at some point, right? For yeah. us. I do want. To, I kind of want to see that now, isn't it? based on the way both of them were talking. <laughs> yeah, it's given the Wardley Fraser Clark fight that happened. It's kind yeah. of scuppered the chances of this happening because obviously yeah. David Adelaide had to move on. Um, yeah, and he's moved on to this fight. So yeah, hopefully they can, that can be revisited um, after boxer. Mm. Then I'm back there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so peak, uh, torrid scenario. So yeah, yeah. David Adelaide got a good knockout in his last fight, actually. He did, yeah. 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 Clean knockout. So, yeah. Let's keep seeing that progression from him. Yeah. And that one is for the WBO European heavy, Heavyweight Championship as well. So, the European title was on the line for that one, yeah. too. So, um, yeah, nice little strap for him to to take home as well if he comes through that, which I guess we're expecting him to. Um, but hey, man, hey, David, he's, he's still he's still a rookie, he's still raw. We saw he's still vulnerable. Mm. Obviously, that that Sokolowski performance was still fresh in my, in my head. I can't lie, <laughs> but um, he, yeah, he's he's still got he's still yeah. Like I said he's still raw in it, so he's still got room to grow. But um, yeah, let's see the progression, David. <laughs> I'm creasing at the way he was chatting <laughs> in the back in the interviews with Wolves with her. Oh, Woodley. About Woodley. I, for, I told you, so funny. Oh my, he was killing me, killing me. <laughs> I was saying his name in the streets. <laughs> nah, boxing, oh. too funny. When boxers start drawing for the street card, honestly, it kills me so much. I swear, bro, you're a professional boxer now. Why are you mentioning the streets? Yes, the boxes. That's what. All right, our boy Dean White, one of the best quotes ever. When he said, "Stick to what you know. Stick to <laughs> stick to yeah, boxing. Stick to boxing. Leave the street talk to the street guys." Oh, <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Um, but yeah, that's it, really, Flo. It's a nice, short, and quick one. Um, unless there's anything you want to bring up quickly. Um, um, what's your name? I, I saw Jaime Mangia is actually in action. Oh, it's Derevchenko, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah, it is against Derevchenko. Um, I did see that as well. Flows. Jaime Munguia should have fought for a world title like five fights ago, but yeah, he's still whatever. Um, after because I, I saw that because Oscar was there calling out WBC and Charlo for you know Oscar called him out mm. and said, "Oh yeah, you know you lot have held that belt hostage for two years, etc., etc., etc." Once Jaime Munguia deals with Derevchenko, we're coming for that belt. Etc. And I, I just thought to myself, but you, Oscar, what you look were mandatory when when Boo Boo had the belt, Boo Boo had the WBO mm-hmm. in the middleweight division when when Boo Boo was a middleweight, and Jaime Munguia was number one contender mandatory for time, and they called his name up next, and he turned it down. I think twice. Yeah, twice. It's been more than once. So, so he's had opportunities to fight for a world title, and you lot turned it down. So I don't know why now. You're looking to go at you. But we know why Oscar is... Obviously, Oscar and Golden Boy and PBC, you know, famously don't get along. And, uh, yeah, he, Oscar likes going at Al Heyman and his guys and back and forth. And Ella B likes to go back and forth with Thingy. So, yeah, he's obviously... I think he's just doing that. But, yeah, Hyman Gear had the opportunity to fight for a world title. So, yeah, I'm not going to be... If he comes through Dovichenko, who is good, by the way, Dovichenko is a good fighter. Mm. Um, if he comes, I'm not going to be too enamored by it, flows or 
overawed. You know, yeah. get this guy a world title shot. It's been wait. He's been middleweight for like six fights now, like bare fights. He should have had a world title shot ages ago. So um, yeah, until Jaime fights for the world title flows, I ain't trying to hear him too tough. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, he's he's dumped Boo Boo. He ducked that Jenny Beck. Um, yes, yes, he's done that one. Yep, yep. So that's and look, Oscar is the choice for I just want to say fights. it might let's just, just caveat that as well, listeners. It might not be Mungia, it's most yeah. likely Oscar. Yeah, it's Oscar. Oscar. So <laughs> yeah, just, just Oscar's because, yeah. Like, yeah, this is hundred percent Oscar De La Hoya. We've seen it time and time again. Yep. And even recently Time's a beast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Look, Canelo Canelo's called a duck for not fighting Golovkin. He, he was wanting that desperately, but Oscar De La Hoya was delaying it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've seen recently, um, what's his name? Ryan Garcia going back and forth with Oscar De La Hoya about who the next opponent's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Oscar wants Pacquiao. Oscar was mentioning Pacquiao's name. Like, what? Oh, Ryan Garcia's not under what this. What planet are you on, bro? <laughs> Why, guys? That's crazy for you. Open on Twitter, go back and forth about who crazy. the next opponent is. Crazy, crazy, so, crazy, crazy. Even, yeah. even, once again, Oscar, Oscar De La Hoya has come forward in interviews saying he wouldn't have taken certain fights if fighters were under him. Yeah, he's a renowned ducker. Yeah, <laughs> without so F- F- fully said. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, if I had still had Canelo, I'm never letting him fight. Beat. I'm making him fight this guy, that guy. Yeah. When it's the fans, Canelo's doing fan service. He's the fans mm. are telling him to fight. <laughs> the fans are telling Canelo to fight certain light heavyweights, and he's going to and he's going to deliver yeah. it. So, <laughs> which in itself is crazy, by the way, from Canelo. But hey, that's on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely on Oscar, and Oscar is yeah, war renowned as you say, flows and um, yeah, cool. it's. I guess Monkey is going with the flow for now, but eventually you're gonna have to take charge of your career, young man, if you want these titles or whatever. If you're about that, then cool. Um, to me, Mungia should be fighting for world titles. He's good enough. He's been around in the division for long enough. Let's make these fights happen. Um, mm. But yeah, he did that. That Dervichenko fight is a good fight because Dervichenko is good. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Season middleweight, etc. Um, hey, he was giving he, he gave Triple G a lot of problems. <laughs> a lot of problems. Um, yeah, he's a good fighter, Dervichenko. Um, oh. I don't know if those you've wanted to quickly just touch upon the. <laughs> There's been a lot of talking. Hey, that look, this 135 division flows is, is the gift that keeps on giving because even the non contenders, the up and comers are, they're really chirpsing, boy. <laughs> they're chirping. <laughs> T. Shaw Davis, <laughs> this Floyd Schofield brother, um, Kid Austin, Kid Austin, yeah, they boy, they've been going at it. Keyshawn goes at it with everyone, like he's. He is a real character to be fair, Flows. And um I think I think we said today, you know, we we couldn't tell before if Keyshawn was corny or what, but I think it's fair to say we're both fans of him now. <laughs> just his, his personality, just the way he moves. Look, Very um, colourful character. Yeah, like he's he's always vocal, he's always active on the mic. Um he doesn't shy away from saying what's on his mind. And when you have fighters like that, it's always, always you're always interested to see, hear, hear what they have to say. Yeah, him and Floyd Schofield, who I've I've seen, um, I think once or twice, and he looks good as well. He's an up and coming, one thirty five pounder, Keyshawn Davis, up and coming in the yeah. division, maybe just a bit ahead of 
Schofield. Um, I like what Kid Austin's doing because he's been active since he, he turned pro. Yeah. But they've been going back and forth and it's been spicy talking. Hella spicy. spicy. And yeah. Kid Austin's dad is another boxing dad. But, but hey, one of these right days the we're going to round up all the, as in we're going to go through all the boxing dads because boxing dads that when, when when we say listeners, boxing dads are a very specific type of people. <laughs> and when, when 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 we have this episode first, we'll have one episode dedicated to boxing dads. You listeners, you understand why. They think a certain way, they move a certain <laughs> way. If you're that's laughing, but it's, it's, it's facts. It's, it's actually it's all actually straight facts. All, really? all the boxing dads, they're all the same. They're all the same. It's hilarious. They're living their dreams through their son. And the way, <laughs> the, way they talk. <laughs> the way they talk is so so funny. And Kid Austin's dad is another one. Pinpoint perfect example. We've got the new generation. I remember we've had some of the, yeah, a lot of these, the, the, well, the ones we're referring to, they've retired now. Okay, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah that, but now what, you've got what, the, what, the Guerreros and that, yeah, yeah. Guerreros, yeah. Um, Porter, Kenny Porter. Kenny, yeah. <laughs> Who else do we have? Um, um, what's his name? Angel Garcia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a new batch now. There's a yeah. new batch. <laughs> Bill Haney. Tiafima Senior. Tiafima Senior. I was going to say Senior is another one. Yeah. These boxing dads are funny. But yeah, David, if, if you guys go, go go watch what's it called. Um, the, what's, what's the... Um, the Fight is Right. Called? The Fight uh, is Right. Uh, if, yeah, Spencer Fearon's podcast, yeah. Yeah. They were they were going at it. Um, Keyshawn's box office, man. It was killing yeah. And I just want to um, say as well, that 135 division flows, obviously we've been discussing the Haney's and whatnot, but there's a real good crop of contenders coming up as well. Um, Keyshawn's one of them. Kid Austin's another one. Frank Martin, who Keyshawn's had a lot of back and forth with as well. Um, he's another one. There's another one that I came across called um, Abdullah Mason, who's I think he's 18 and he looks serious okay. as well. Abdullah Mason, a lot of... Uh, a lot of the contenders actually talking about him saying, yeah, he's he's serious up and coming. I think Keyshawn's oh. mentioned him, Devin Hayes mentioned him before. Um, yeah, that one five division is going to be special for us. There's some real nice guys coming up and coming up into that division. Um oh. aside from obviously the Haney's and the big names, these guys and these guys are going to be looking to come at the champions. They're doing it right, they're winning and they're oh. calling out guys and trying to get their name out of there, etc. etc. So we're gonna we're gonna be in for some serious, serious matchups. Um, because we can't forget, like obviously this this Floyd's go through guys popped up now, Chris Keyshawn, but don't forget Keyshawn was going out with Frank Martin hard before. Yeah. I mean his last fight, we, we called he said look to the other South Paul on the street across the street. <laughs> I wanna fight I wanna fight you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, that that division's uh it's bubbling, stacked, bubbling. Yeah, man, real nice, uh, real, real nice division. And and we've got uh, an old head returning as well, A B. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, before we forget. Yes, next week apparently A B is fighting Adrian the problem Bruna. Bruna. Uh, he's fighting twin. That's twin. <laughs> That's twin, yeah. <laughs> For the hood. <laughs> he's fighting I don't even know who the guy is. I can't lie, Floyd. He's fighting some guy. Bill Hutchinson, um, I believe. Yeah, okay. Bill Hutchinson. Um he's this this is a Don King promotion, though. No? Mm-hmm. Bloody hell, this is already just has just mess all over it, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> but yeah, um 
as much as I kill him, he is one of the funniest guys to ever be in boxing. I can't lie, AB. Um, he's got some really funny moments. He's very annoying at the same time, but he's had some of his classic moments are classics, absolute classic moments. Real, real full. Um, yeah, I'm not expecting much. Maybe flows. Hopefully, he punches this time. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's probably gonna, he's probably gonna watch this guy. This guy's a nobody, so he probably should watch him. You never know. You never know with AB. <laughs> you really never know. <laughs> but um. I, I like him. He's a great personality for boxing. I've always been a fan of AB. I've always supported AB. I've always vouched for AB. He's let me down, but too many times. I always vouch for him. I always vouch for him. I always that's, that's, well, let's, support yeah. him. <laughs> let's get let's get let's get I let's get reached out of the way. <laughs> let's get get him all up out of the way. He said, he, he said he's going to be undisputed at one forty before he retires. I think this fight's on 147. So the fact, <laughs> the fact that he still talks about he can make 140 kills me. But hey, we'll see. We'll see. Uh yeah, we just sort out the way. <laughs> they they back and forth have been going on for years. That's what I'm saying. Well, Reed Reach is an A B. Yeah. Reed just don't take him yeah. seriously, though. I don't think Reed yeah, just doesn't take him seriously. He's just like, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. But a B funny. A B A B doesn't want to see Regis. That I don't. That I'm yeah. sure of. You don't want to see Regis. Lose that badly. <laughs> Regis oh my gosh it actually you actually do him so dirty do him so so dirty um yeah stay away from Regis AB um yeah um but yeah folks let's let's, let's, let's call it there um cool. it's been episode 145 of the Strike Season Podcast once again I'll be your boy Cam love your boy Flows and as always guys make sure you check us out on the streaming platforms peace <laughs> <laughs>